Hello, and welcome to this podcast from Consider This. Please let me know what you think and tell others about us on social media. This podcast was originally broadcast live on Northumberland 89.7 FM. You can hear this show live every Friday at noon. Thank you for downloading this program, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, I'm Robert Washburn, and welcome to Consider This Northumberland, a current affairs program dedicated to the issues facing our community. We talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So I'm asking you, the listener, to take some time out of your busy day to consider this. Farmers and film festivals are not always something you would think go together. Yet the local chapter of the National Farmers Union of Ontario is screening a number of documentary films at the Aaron Theatre in Campbellford next Saturday afternoon. These are interviews with farmers across Canada dealing with serious issues like climate change, sustainable farming practices, loss of agricultural lands, and the future of the family farm. These are not just films for farmers. They are films for everyone. If you ate today, then you will be interested in this film festival. I'm so pleased to have with me today Mike Aird and Jenny Cook. Both are farmers and both are directors of the National Farmers Union of Ontario, Local 334. Welcome both to Consider This Northumberland. Thank you, Robert. Happy to be here. I want to start off with something that's really unexpected. The local chapter of the National Farmers Union is holding a film festival at the Aaron Theatre in Campbellford. Now, farmers and film festivals are not always something that the rest of us might put together. But how did this happen? Maybe I'll start with you, Jenny. Um, I think the people who made the original films actually got in touch with the NFU. And they were the first few films they made were so fun that they decided they wanted to do a whole whack of them um and so we got word of this and decided that we would show a few here in our local mike what is the film festival all about what what's the subject matter if, if i wanted to come and see it what what would i be seeing when i watch the films well there, there was 40 40 videos total done across the country uh by the nfu uh national um group so what we did was uh, uh we picked three um that we would like to center them on um one of them is about an organic uh, dairy grass-fed dairy farmer down on the east coast one's about a seed saver and uh i might have to get jay to help me with the third one because i can't remember it but um so what we're going to do they're seven to ten minutes long um we're going to show one and then just have a like a group discussion of everybody in attendance of what they saw um you know if they have any questions to like to further it and then we'll just keep doing the three and then we also have more on the docket so that if people are present and we want to keep going we could show two or three more as well so each one's about seven to ten minutes long and they're shot right on the farm uh, by the, the farmer and uh, it shows everything they do so jenny can you help us out with that third film i think the third one is a veggie farmer near Kitchener. Um, yeah, actually a, a young farmer, I think, who's using rented land. So and that's a big issue right now for the National Farmers Union, just access to land for young farmers. So we wanted to show that one. Now, who can attend the, these and is there any cost? Um, so 
anybody anybody can attend it's open to the public uh it's free uh children are allowed to come as well um so yeah it's open to everyone and jenny what what's the date for the event it's march 2nd and i think it's 1 30 till 4 is that right correct yeah and there will be popcorn there won't be any big meal with this uh, film festival, but there will be popcorn and the concession will be open. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the films. The The subject matter seems very focused on a number of key issues. We're talking about sustainable farming practices, seed saving, healthy soils. What are you hoping the audience gets out of this? I'll, I'll start with you, Jenny. What do you hope the audience takes away when all of this is done and they're walking out of the theater? I guess a little glimpse into how different farms run and just sort of the day-to-day -day of being on a farm. I, I think often people have a, a bit of a storybook idea of what farming is or maybe one image of what a farm is and farmers and farms are so diverse. Um, and I think it's really great for people to get a bit more of a personal glimpse into the day-to-day -day lives of different farms. Mike, how about you? What are you hoping audiences get out of this? Well, um, when I was thinking about it, it was uh, um, we've even had this conversation in our, our uh, local meetings. Is just the diversity of farming. Like when you say agriculture, um, like people sometimes just think grain farming. Some people just think beef farming. But there's so many, so many different things in that agricultural aspect, whether it be goats and beef or vegetables and what kind of vegetables you grow. And um, just take away that it's just the agriculture itself is just such a diverse word. Just understand that, that uh, it's a lot of things in one word. Jenny, forgive me, but... It seems like this is a rural area that we're in. Your local covers a, a, a rural area of Northumberland and Prince Edward County. Why do we need to educate people about this? It's, it would seem that it's it's around us everywhere. Why do we need to be educated, Jenny? I think it's true. It is around us everywhere. But, you know, it's, it's so part of the background. I think a lot of people don't even give it to a second thought. And sadly, we're losing farmers at a pretty great rate. And so we need to remind people how important it is to keep our rural areas full of active farms, not just once active farms. Mike, how about you? What do you think uh, about this idea of we live in a rural area that everybody should understand this and know this? Why, why is it important that we educate people I really like what Jenny just said. It was very good is that, you know, just because we are out here, like people have their own jobs, their own lives. So they're just so used to going to a grocery store um, that has just made it so easy that they forget where that food has come from. Even if, if it is their neighbor, they don't even realize that because they just go to their grocery store. So um, just bringing that out is that uh, like we have local farm stores, we have farmers markets. Uh, you, you know, the stands at the end of the driveways, just to make that aware for people that, they, that those are out there and for them to look for that would be, you know, fantastic for us all. Now, I know that there's a whole range of documentaries that were made and that you've only selected a few to show to your audience during the film festival. But one of the areas that is covered by uh, all the documentaries is the idea of social justice as part of being a farmer. Can you explain, maybe, Mike, I'll start with you. Can you explain why this topic is included in the documentary series? 
Well, I think with, with the social justice part, it, it is uh, um, mentioned earlier, just the availability to land, um, you know, the diverse group, BIPOC people, everything like that, just that how difficult it is for all of them to get involved. So it's, um, it's kind of for all of us to make sure that everybody is able to get involved in this. So the, the social uh, um, aspect you're talking about is... Uh, far-reaching to try to get everybody involved and make it accessible to them because land prices are so uh, um, astronomical right now and um, we just need we just need to make that more aware to people that um, not just a certain di dynamic or a group are looking to farm it's everyone that's looking they're trying jenny you mentioned earlier the issue of uh, people renting farms can you explain what that issue is and and why it's so important to your organization Mm -hmm. Well, I guess with so many farmers retiring and oftentimes young people on farms do want to take over that family farm, but sometimes they don't. And there are a lot of young people out there, believe it or not, who wish they had access to farmland. But it's when I bought my farm 10 years ago, you know, that was very challenging. And now I can't even imagine I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to buy a farm now if I were you know, new and trying to get into farming and getting a mortgage, if you say that you're going to farm is you'll just be laughed out of the bank. So it's very difficult for young farmers to compete with other people with different types of jobs who want to buy land. Um, and really, we need to protect farmland, but we also need to protect farmers because there's no point in having farmland if you don't have young people to farm it. Or new people. I mean, it's not always young people, but people new to farming who just can't get access to land. So there are lots of different ways to do it. And sometimes renting is the best way to get started. There is a big undercurrent of themes related to the environment and climate change. Mike, from your perspective, how many local farmers are embracing the tools and techniques to be more sustainable and environmentally sensitive? Hmm. Now it's hard to, to concept how many, but I know within our, our local, um, which is Northumberland, Prince Edward County, and Hastings County, we have 100 members. Um, now, I'm assuming there will be more people out there doing it than that. Um, but uh, like at, at present time, that's how many members we have is approximately 100. So um, now saying that we have 100 members, some people might think that's quite a few, but you got to think most of those are small to medium-sized farmers as well. So they, they aren't covering a lot of land because um, some people are, are vegetable farmers. So they might have a couple acres or five acres, which still you can be very uh, uh, sustainable and environmentally friendly on that. So um, it's not the number of acres, but like a hundred farmers in our area is uh, what we have as members right now. Jenny, a lot of these terms environmentally friendly, uh, sustainable, uh, environmentally sensitive. What do those things mean in terms of farming? Can you give us some context and, and maybe help us better understand how you think about those issues? I mean, I came to farming from a background of being an environmental activist. I did a degree in environmental design before I started farming. So I sort of came to farming a bit late um, in my career. 
Um, but so farming was almost a way for me to feel like I could do something hands-on. So for me, it really is everything. It's, it's everything behind how I farm. Um, it's, it's central to the way I farm. Um, so it's important to me that I'm protecting the land and protecting habitat while I'm farming and making money, sadly, according to my partner is often tertiary. <laughs> Um, and I don't think I'm alone amongst farmers who are part of the National Farmers Union. I think that's one of the special things about the organization is so many people are there because they really care about those types of issues. Um, and, you know, people people do what they can. Mike, can you describe the kinds of things that you do on your farm? So um, I'm a fifth generation farmer. So um, obviously I've been on the land for a little bit longer um, now. The way my wife and I are running our farm is called a regenerative uh, farm. And then uh, um, with that, we also just do grazing for our cattle. Uh, we don't uh, grow any crops. We don't work the land. So um, with that re regeneration, we also do uh, rotational grazing. So in that way, we're making sure that plants get time to rest. We make sure the microbes in the ground are getting time to rest and do their thing to make sure the plants are healthy for when the cattle come back. Um, we keep our animals uh, uh, dedicatedly away from wet air lands so that uh, nothing gets contaminated there. Um, so like with things like that, even though I'm a fifth generation farmer, there's been a lot of changes and uh, um, Ingrid and I have made a lot of changes over the last five years to that for the reason of um, ecosystems and the soil health and everything like that. Jenny, who is the National Farmers Union? <laughs> the National Farmers Union is so many different people. Um, it's, it is a national organization, but there's also the National Farmers Union Ontario, which um, is slightly different than the whole national organization. Um, so there are farms all around Ontario who are part of it. Um, and it's quite a interesting, diverse group of people. Um, and so if you don't know it, you should come out and meet some of us uh, because we're fun. <laughs> Mike, can you share with us some of the tenants or some of the principles uh, of the National Farmers Union? Well, our, our, well, if I go with like kind of the vision of the uh, National Farmers Union, it's to, uh, regarding small and medium-sized farms to be the primary producers in Ontario. Um, we're here to enrich soils, create biodiversity, the ecosystem, support climate resilience. Um, and then we're also looking to provide healthy, safe food uh, um, farm on the farm and uh, the farm products. So that, that's kind of like an overview of our vision. Um, so, yeah, so it's, it's to really um, keep our, our thoughts to the small to medium sized farms, because um, we believe that's where um, we can get that most, um, I'm not sure how you say it, the most uh, resilience out of uh, the people and get the, the better uh, land, uh, land health and land safe uh, use and everything like that. So. Jenny, it is a union. But it's is it like a union like General Motors has a union or is it is it different? <laughs> I mean, it is and it isn't. It's a union of a whole bunch of people who are all entrepreneurs who run small businesses. So in that way, it's unlike 
other unions. Um, but it is like a union in that we, every member has a vote. Um, and that's really important to the organization. So, you know, if you, no matter what size your farm is, you get a vote. If you have two people working on the farm, you get two votes. Um, so it's very democratic in that way. And that's how all the resolutions are made by uh, members voting on them. So it's it's real grassroots organization, and it's a that's one of the things I love about it too. Now, Mike, there are other farming organizations like the Ontario Federation of Agriculture or the OFA. What's the difference between OFA and the National Farmers Union? Um, it's going to be hard for me to sp speak for the OFA, but from my my general knowledge of it, is that it's much. Um, broader in scope, meaning that they look at um, large picture things of uh, crop production or meat production. Um, and when they lobby the government, that's what they're looking at. Whereas the uh, National Farmers Union is much more, as uh, Jenny just said, grassroots, where the small farmer, um, you know, whether you own two acres or uh, 500 acres, you're still like uh, doing that small um, production. So, um, like I say, I can't really speak for the OFA to exactly what they do because I'm not part of that. But that's my understanding is that they're much broader in their scope of what they're looking at. Jenny, um, there are also a number of farming associations for specific operations like the Cattlemen's Association or the Dairy Farmers or the Poultry Farmers or the Pork Producers and so forth. Can you explain why there are so many of those and how they relate to what it is the people who belong to the National Farmers Union? Yeah, I think you absolutely could belong to both. Um, and I think those organizations are there to promote a specific product. So their, their, you know, reason for being is to get more pork on the market or a good price for dairy or something like that. Whereas when you're with the NFU, there were more about trying to make sure the farm, the existence of farms themselves um, stays sort of in the public eye and in the politicians' eyes as well. Mike, one of the things that the NFU promotes is the family farm. What is the role of the family farm in Northumberland, Prince Edward, and Hastings? Well, um, I think it'd be more like what I was mentioning there before, the um, to enrich the soils. We're here, as the, from the NFU perspective anyway, to... Um, um, create resilient farms to um, support climate uh, change, um, everything like that. Um, and then just healthy, uh, uh, local healthy food um, that's available. Um, whether, like I said before, whether it's uh, at the farm stand, um, a local market or anything like that. Um, so I think that's more the family farm perspective from the National Farmers Union is that keeping it local and uh, fresh and uh, um, regenerative uh, any way you can. I just wanted to add, it's also that when you have small local farms, they're also part of the community. So, and I know that's not such an issue in Ontario because farms haven't gotten so massive as out in the prairies, but you, when you have a lot of small farms, that also means the money is staying right there in the community. I go to the local cafe and I also support them with my food. And it, it's it really important to the existence of rural communities that farms have people on them so they can be a part of the community. Thank you for explaining that. That was what I was looking for. Jenny, this is part 
of your annual general meeting for the local chapter. What are some of the local issues that you'll be addressing at your meeting? Well, what we're really looking for is to hear from our members and for anybody who's interested in becoming a member, if there's, there are specific issues they'd like us to be working on, um, because the the directors obviously take, take our advice from our membership. And we were also looking for some new directors. We, we'd love to have a few new people join. We don't have a youth rep at the moment, so there are any young people that are out there who want to get involved. We just kind of like to take some direction from our membership and from people in the area. Now, I, I know just from my own knowledge that uh, disappearing farmland uh, development, maybe Mike, you could help us uh, a little bit to understand some of the hot button issues that are at the forefront of, of your membership's mind. Well, those those are definitely things we have a discussion with almost every month on um, how we can uh, assist people trying to get into to the farming is like that that urban sprawl and everything like that and keeping farmland as farmland and um, there is different coalitions that uh, have come up to to help with that but the NFU is definitely um, as as a local group it's a little more difficult for us to get together for that but that's when we get together at the uh, the National Farm Museum Ontario AGM, and that's uh, where we can get our our more vocal is at those meetings. But down to the, our local aspect, like we have a grant program that we're just starting up uh, again this year, and so it's more for us as a small local group. We, we're more generated towards what we can do locally, whereas the NFU Ontario um, has more power and more push with the membership with regards to that urban sprawl and the uh, the land use and everything like that. So you mentioned a grant program. Can you just explain what that is? Um, what we're doing is we're um, putting a, a grant together and it's, um, I, I, Jenny, if I'm wrong, I think it's a thousand dollars that uh, people can apply to. And uh, um, under the um, parameters within the, the uh, grant, then we look at anybody who's applied and then they can get up to a thousand dollars to go towards their project that they're doing on farm. And I should say we've uh, partnered with the uh, community power Northumberland for that as well. So they're throwing in a little extra. Um, and so, yeah, applications are still open. <laughs> Please apply. <laughs> Jenny, can you share a story where the NFU has played a role in helping you and what you do? Huh. Um, I mean, I, I've been a part of the NFU since very early days of farming. Um, and for me, I think what's been most important is just to be reminded that there are other farmers out there like me, because it can farming can be a little bit lonesome sometimes. You know, we work really hard during the season and we don't have time to spend to socialize with other farmers much of the time. So it's really good to be reminded in the winter time when things are a little slower that um, there are other people and just be able to, you know, troubleshoot and just know you're not alone out there because it's slog some days. Mike, how about you? Do you have a story you'd like to share? Well, I think, uh, well, for me to become part of the uh, National Farm Museum, I just uh, joined last year uh, with Ingrid and uh, we did that through a, uh, um, uh, a friend who just got talking to us about the NFU and what they do. And it turns out that she's the president. She didn't tell us that she just gave us information and in that. So we've become pretty, um, 
pretty uh, fr good friends with them. So we've been using their resources, uh, um, like her husband, Paul, he's very mechanically inclined. So we've been able to help and it's been really good to be able to pull on that. So um, it's not a day-to-day -day thing, but when uh, you need the assistance, um, the person's there to help. And we also reciprocate with going over and helping uh, them on their farm as well. So um, I think that's the, the biggest thing is just uh, that um, uh, helping one another whenever you can, even though he has nothing to do with cattle farming. He's a grain farmer. We can still help each other out. It's still uh, a community that you can pull on. Jenny, just for us to wrap up, can you once again tell us if people are interested in attending, tell us what they can do so they could be part of this. Well, if they just want to come and meet us, they can just show up at the Aaron Theatre on March 2nd, um, or they can always look up the National Farmers Union. There's so many resources available. They they run a NF University where there's lots of online courses and it's just a wealth of information. Um, but yeah, if you're local, come on out and we can watch a few films together and meet some of your local farmers. Oh, and if you're a farmer, definitely come. <laughs> Mike Aird and Jenny Cook, thank you so for talking to me today. Thank, thank you, Robert. That was Mike Aird and Jenny Cook. Both are directors of the National Farmers Union of Ontario, Local 334. The film festival is open to everyone, not just farmers. It begins at 1.30 p.m. at the Aaron Theatre in Campbellford, Saturday, March 2nd. I want to thank my guests this week for talking to me, and I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in today. Please join me again next week when we will talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So please tune in. If you would like to listen or share this or any podcast, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. There you will find past podcasts, news, and other information about life and politics in Northumberland County. Or you can go to the radio station's website at northumberland897.ca. I'm Robert Washburn. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen in, and I hope over the week you will continue to consider this. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Consider This. If you have any comments or would like to suggest a story, please contact me at considerthisnorthumberland at gmail.com or you can message me on Facebook at Consider This. If you enjoyed this podcast or are looking for more news and information about Northumberland County, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. That's consider-this.ca. And don't forget to share. And again, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more from Consider This.